Congratulations, you found it! This is a book podcast featuring books you will want to read, recommended by people who are passionate about books, maybe a little too passionate. Featuring Martha Steele, radio personality extraordinaire and queen of the volunteer librarians, Nicole Shaded, sports animal wrangler, shield maiden, and book warrior, and Vonnie Golden, healthcare billing diva, volunteer librarian, and book goddess. Together, slaying the dragons, catching serial killers, exploring history, space-time, and alternative realities, searching for and finding book treasures every week. They are three book girls. So we had something kind of interesting happen. We had um, something, a couple of really think, interesting things happen over the week. Yes, we did. Today I called Half Price Books because we mentioned them so much and because your dad said something about <laughs> they need to sponsor us. And um, they're, he's the manager is going to give our card to the people a little bit higher up and see if they can do anything for us. Awesome. And and they gave us a little gift card. Giftie. What? That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. I just got so, so stinking excited. We got we all got <laughs> gift cards for No, you can keep mine for now. Are you sure? Yeah. Okay. This, like, they legitimately gave you gift cards? Yes. They I mean, legitimately I gave us gift and cards. On them. Yeah, That's we went awesome. in today and I gave them one of our little cards. If you remind me, Jessica, I'll give you some of our cards. Okay. Because I have a bunch in my wallet. So yeah, mm-hmm. we got our act. That's our first sponsorship. Our first little kickback. Well, it's not really for, a sponsorship, but yeah, it's not because we, we talk about half price books constantly. Anyway, yeah, yeah, we do, and that's what I told the manager today. And Martha, do you want to say the next? Exciting? And we had an author contact us on Facebook and ask us if we would read her book, and she sent it already. And she what? sent it. Yes. So we can pass we all have to read it before yes. we do the review. Of course. Well, I figured that we could. It's read a young it. adult novel, which mm-hmm. you know is a little bit outside of, especially me because I'm old. But oh, same. You too. I like, I read it all the <laughs> yeah. young adult all the time. So, um, but I still want to read again? it because what's, what's her name again? Her name is Krista Avampado. I don't. So Krista, yay, go girl, Ooh. Krista. Ooh. She's in New York too, which is oh, kind of exciting. a little thrill for us because we're already we're all the way over here in Oklahoma City, mm-hmm. yep. Oklahoma shitty city. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so yeah, we driven on the roads. It's a little rough. Yeah, so I am. Um, <laughs> so it's so cool because you know first my car first it was Book Riot that was last week that that happened, mm-hmm. and then right after that happened we we got contacted by Krista, and then right after that. We get our first kickback from Half Price Books. So Damn, excited. what a good week this I was. I know. It was... Look at us moving on up in the world. Who's we reading are. this first? Um, I think I'll read it first because I'm really fast. Okay. Yeah, I have to read Girl with a Pearl Earring still. So I forgot that it was in my crochet book or crochet bag until I started going through my crochet it's bag. It's wonderful. And I was <laughs> it like, is really good. Oh, I got to read that book. So. But this week, we are still in theme month. Mm hmm. We can't think. Of, we can't forget about Halloween. We should no. have like introed with witchy woman. I actually am gonna do that. Yeah. So okay. <laughs> so let's pause for a moment for this inspirational music. That was a little off key, Nicole. Can you work on that? <laughs> no. Sorry. <laughs> we got a little pitchy. Uh, we really but, should have recorded this at about 10 o'clock this morning when I had way too much energy. Yeah. This we, is why yeah. Nicole is behind the scenes on the radio. And not on the radio. <laughs> no. I mean, love you. Uh, I Guys, I know I sound like a 13-year-old, but I swear I'm not a 13-year-old. <laughs> we love you, Nicole. We don't care if you sound like a 13-year-old. Hey, at least you have better skin than most 13-year-olds I know. Well, so. thanks. People think Sometimes. my 17-year-old brother and I are twins, so yeah. it's cool. <laughs> <gasps> Does anybody have a smudge place. stick? You know what a smudge stick is, don't you? Uh-uh. We, it, that's what witches, Wiccan, Wiccan, that they clear the room. Mm-hmm. They light this oh, bundle of sage on fire, and then they mm-hmm. like shoo it around the room to get to dispel all the evil spirits. Okay, all I can picture right now is like Phoebe Buffay going, <laughs> <laughs> like cleaning your aura. <laughs> 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 that's all I can picture when you're saying. 
We just want to make absolutely clear here, people. Clear. We need to we need to make clear that we are in no way demeaning our sister witches out there. Nope. No. Mm -mm. Because live and let live and Wicca, there are some fine, fine people Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. who practice that religion. We are not dissing you girls and guys. Oh no, I just love friends. Yeah. 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 No, but I meant in general with yeah. this with this particular podcast. Uh, podcast. Since that is our theme for tonight, is witches. Yes, witches kind of get a bad rap, mm-hmm. and I think that if we if we start out by mentioning wicked, which is the life and times of the wicked witch of the West, the most inappropriately maligned witch in history of fiction. Mm-hmm. Did you guys read that one? Yeah. Not yet. I haven't. Yeah. So we're half and half. She on got that. a bad rap. She was not really as wicked as they, as they made her made her out to be. Right. So they say in wicked in, in wicked. wicked. Yeah. yeah. So there you go. She was misunderstood. That's all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> misunderstood. She wasn't wicked. Just no, having just a bad. Misunderstood. She wasn't wicked. Ever... She was just having a bad hair day. Have you watched <laughs> Once Upon a Time? I yeah. tried. I yeah. watched. I watched. I think the first season of it that I really liked the first season and then after that I was like no I got to I think to about to be season too cheesy. four before it started getting cheesy and it gets it gets really bad it has its ups and downs yeah. but it's like I still love that show mm-hmm. for some reason and they have Wicked it comes up really it's like a big part of like season I think four and five and then season six they're actually completely like ditching almost all of the main characters and it's the sun who grows up. Oh. Hmm. And he's now like the prince. Oh, really? So, so I want to watch it. But that they season got rid hasn't of all started the other characters? Like Prince Charming and Belle and mm-hmm. the main girl. Emma. I'm way Emma, too she's old gone. and cynical to, to like that show. I love that show. <laughs> well, it see, gets really cynical in the show. Like really bad. I just don't. After that second season, I was like, I don't think so. I really liked the blonde chick. In the very first Mm -hmm. season. And for the record, I am not a Disney person. And these are like, it's all based off of like Disney fairy tales. And I hate Mm -hmm. like, I mean, I like Disney movies, but I'm not obsessed with it. I don't sit there and sing the songs like some people do. If you were, honey, you would not be on this podcast. Because (laughs) those people are way too fruity fresh. Shut up, Jessica. I see that look on her face. (laughs) There are normal people. I worked in a daycare, man. (laughs) I know them all. And there's nothing wrong with that. I've just never been one of those people. I just wanted to see the look on Jessica's face when I said that. And it worked beautifully. You should see her whole head is blushing. <laughs> hey now. I know I'm like the redheaded stepchild of this podcast, but <laughs> I resist. Well, that makes you feel any better they were calling me an idiot last week. So what? when you're not what? here, they just I don't think know. I was here for <laughs> Did that. Did we call you an idiot? For not liking true true crime. You're like, oh, well, it's, it's, I just how do you know what? how to be prepared? Is this R2 D2? That did was not, not you. you an idiot for not liking true <laughs> we crime. We were beating up Martha for that, joking. I thought. Yeah. Oh my god. Sorry. Oh yeah! Somebody brought Star Wars uh, cupcakes in, and that's yeah, the ring that you got know, left when they, over. They, we always sorry. We get party just... favors from time to time here. Got sidetracked. There's a condom in a drawer over here too, and a bottle of gin up there. Those are I don't know where the gin they bring came us from. all kinds of unusual things here yeah, in the radio business. Yeah, but how long has that condom been in there? Oh, uh, really probably about ten long... years. That condom's been here longer than I've been here. Yeah, I'm thinking that it might not be good anymore. No, it's not. But, but it's in there in case you need it. Yeah. Okay. Thanks in for case, letting me know. In case emergency break the glass. <laughs> well, you know how it works in that case, too. Oh. Okay. Don't forget your towel, man. <laughs> oh, my God. So we're sitting at the drive through at Starbucks, right? Bonnie goes. She goes, um... That book that you told me to read is is really confusing, but I really like it. And I said, which book is that? And then she says, come on, say it. <laughs> Necrophilia's Mouse. <laughs> <laughs> the book is huh? Necromancer's House. And she says, <laughs> Necrophiliac Mouse. <laughs> and then she goes, oh, what's a necrophiliac a again? <laughs> I said, uh, someone who likes very inappropriate relations with corpses. And apparently mice. Yeah, well, there's a mouse in there too. Crossing some bestiality over there. It's a, a shapeshifter. <laughs> <laughs> no. 
cheese. Oh my god, that is hilarious. And the people at Starbucks think we are insane because every time we're in that drive-through, we're sitting over there giggling our heads off. And now they have video too. They've I had where? Which one have you been going to? The one I told you to on MacArthur? No, we go to the one down on uh, next to the hospital. Oh, we go that to one's the MacArthur slow. ones when we go Because it's on Target the way from Half Price Books, so we always go to Half Price Books. The Mark- MacArthur ones had that video for like a year, but they only use it if they're, they're like, you're not talking very well or for some reason. Like, <laughs> oh. literally, in case, if they, well, they only that use. That explains why they use the video on us all the time. Because <laughs> they want to see what we're up to because of all that inappropriate laughing. And Probably. Stuff. Oh, Lord. Like, who are these girls? Let's have a look at them. <laughs> oh, so, necrophiliac's mouse. What was that about, Bonnie? <laughs> well, well, I can't talk about that book it's that like, I read. But let's talk about the necrophiliac. It's like a flowers for Elton on the zombies. <laughs> I'm not, making the, I'm not making this shit up, people. This really <laughs> did happen. It continues to happen. Right. When I'm undercaffeinated, I mix my words up. I, I'm sorry. <laughs> you sure there's shall not any butter in your drink? Shall we start off our witch podcast? Well, no, not in my coffee. I drink at work to get through the day, see, and then... <laughs> I'm all liquored up by the time we do the podcast. I'm getting all liquor sauced up, my brother. <laughs> I think if we were liquored up, we'd really have a problem tonight. I was going to tell him what would come about necrophilia. <laughs> we were all drunk. <laughs> oh. All right. So, <laughs> now we've... Now, no. Not that there's anything... Well, there is something wrong with that. That's just right down sick. They're right there. Didn't you, didn't you read a book that had necrophilia? Oh, that, yeah, yeah, actually I did. It was Birdman, yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, you're the one who usually reads the inappropriate sex books. I know. Listen, let us have a the... chance to read the inappropriate sex books. <laughs> Wasn't that the one about the I like a good smut sex? novel. Well, that's not really smut. <laughs> I don't think that's considered smut. <laughs> smut. <laughs> Back to witches again. What do you call it? The bodice rippers? Dear Lord. So what would you call that? A body bag ripper? (laughs) Damn it, I broke the zipper. Oh my God. Has anyone got a safety pin? (laughs) We are going to hell! In a handbag. in that sort of thing. Okay, back to um. (laughs) Now slow down before you say it. Poor Christopher Buellman, he's gonna hate our guts. (laughs) The Necromancer's House by Christopher Buellman, which was awesome, by the way. It actually is a really really good book. It really was. I mean, it's a little bit strange. Stranger than the books that I usually read, but I kind of expected it since Martha recommended it. <laughs> but I really, I really do like the main character in it, and it's not really a witch. It's it's about a wizard named. But Andy. a witch and a warlock slash wizard are really kind yeah, of in the I think same he, vein. He calls himself a warlock. He does. Not a War- and a warlock is actually the male version of a witch. So right. same wheelhouse. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um. I have to admit, I didn't finish the whole book, but it's a really long book. But you're really close to the end, though, because you told me where you're at. You're really Mm -hmm. close to the end, so. But it's it's set, like, in modern times, and it's set up in central New York, so it's actually not very far away from where I grew up, which is kind of cool. I always Mm -hmm. like reading books that's set right there. He has just a really dry, monotone sense of humor, but he's still funny mm-hmm. he actually reminds me a lot if anyone has ever read um odd thomas by dean Koontz, him and odd thomas actually have pretty similar personalities and the main i main character right this the andy okay who's the main character and i really like odd thomas that's like one of my favorite books ever so that's saying something and he has a best friend uh named Aunt Annika, who he's secretly in love with and who also happens to be a lesbian. 
And then he has these Russian witches who are after him, who are angry and they're trying to get him. And it's just, there's a lot of characters in this. So that was a little confusing, all the different characters. And because a lot of them are witches and and warlocks, strange things happen and they create creatures who aren't really alive and... So it gets a little confusing, but it's a really good story. I really enjoyed it. And isn't he, isn't one of the girls that he regularly takes to bed, like, sort of dead? Well, she, yeah, she's, she died and he made a creature out of her. She's a mermaid who kills people. Yeah, so she'll, she'll eventually, she'll kind of saunter out of the, out of the lake occasionally for a quick roll in the hay. (laughs) Right. <clears throat> That's weird. And he always talks about how she it's smells like Ariel's funny. Evil, evil twin or something. Yeah, because she smells like like dead fish in lake. Because I mean, she's a mermaid. She lives in the lake. So never gets to go, man. Yeah. I know it's. You guys are looking at me like I have lost my mind for recommending this book, but really, it was real well written. Wasn't it was, it? and it's interesting, and it's very. I mean, he puts you into the story pretty well. Like I said, it's a little confusing because all of this strange stuff happens and you have to pay attention because if you don't pay attention just for a minute, you're like, oh my God, how did, how did he become a tiger? Wait a minute. I got to back it up. Stop. <laughs> well, that's what happens when you're dealing with witches and, and warlocks. <laughs> what do you mean he's unzipping his skin? I, I missed something. <laughs> what? <laughs> Took a turn. <laughs> But it was a very good book, and I, I mean, I liked it. I would recommend it to somebody who likes that sort of novel. <laughs> Half of the stuff that we do in these themes is like, yeah, well, if you like that sort of thing, I'm the only one that's like, yay, let's do the themes. <laughs> no. Well, the I, ghost one was great. My ghost book, I would like read that book every October for the rest of my life. I mean, <laughs> I like, I like so horror much. books. I really do. It's just when you get into the fantasy, more of the fantasy, the sci-fi kind of books, more than the horror books, they just get a little hard for me to follow. It's because I'm such a logical person that when you get into too much of a fantasy world, I can't. I like go to the grocery store with Vani because she can pick something up and go, okay, well, this has this many calories and it has this many servings. And that means if I, I eat could the- eat the whole thing and it would only be this many calories. And I'm like, you just did that in your head? <laughs> what? Are you a wizard? I, this is what the, the girl that I tutor like looks at me like that when I multiply fractions in my head. She's like, how did you get that? And I'm like, it's just fractions. Yeah, see? <laughs> Witchcraft, I tell you. <laughs> Mental math, okay, so, damn you. And you're not allowed in our coven. <laughs> um, I wish you could I'm see my mouth that. hanging open right now. I'm about ready to un- unleash some shit over here. I'm going to go hang out with Nicole. <laughs> I don't math well. <laughs> oh. All right. So t- title and artist of that one again, please. <clears throat> Are you sure you want me to try this again? The Necromancer's House <laughs> by Christopher Buellman. So known as the Necrophiliac's Mouse. <laughs> AKA. That's my pet. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, God. All right. This is going to make me sound super dark, but all I could think of was like flowers for Algernon when you said something about a mouse and oh, dead yeah, people. Be... And I was like, oh, God. That makes me sound terrible. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Which one of you lovely ladies would like to follow that? Okay, I'll go first. (laughs) Okay. Let's go from really weird to classic. Yes. We're going to go like way different on here. I'm a very big realist, so I figured this is good for those who aren't big into the sci-fi or... Like magical creatures or anything. See, she's logical too. Even if she doesn't math How well, did I she's end up logical. in a podcast with three logical people? Okay, so this book is also good you attract normal. if you like classics, <laughs> just so you know, Martha. Yes, okay. 
<laughs> I'm paying attention. <laughs> okay, so it's The Crucible, which a lot of people have had to read in high Nathaniel school. Nathaniel Hawthorne? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. No, Arthur Miller. Oh, sorry. Nathaniel yeah. Hawthorne is... Uh... Scarlet Letter. Yeah, The Scarlet yeah. Letter. Sorry. I read those uh, at, at the same time. Same time, time. Yeah. yeah. And a lot of people do. But if you've never read it, it's really good, especially if you want insight into the Salem Witch Trials. Um, and essentially, it's about a group of uh, girls who are pretty young um, who go out dancing in a forest, which sounds some, like something I would do, honestly, mm-hmm. if I was like 16 and Sounds pretty normal. had a pretty dress and was bored. <laughs> Um, but I think that's the wrong century, but okay. But so, uh, they go out dancing and then they're caught by a minister. It, um, and so they get in trouble. What religion is that, that they don't let you dance? Uh, well, church it's, you know, like the 19, this the church of Christ twenties or whatever. I don't remember. Okay. What? Sorry. Sorry. Go ahead. I had to... anyways. So, uh, so one of the girls like faints and goes into like a coma and they like carry her back and then people start questioning the girls about what was going on and uh, sounds to me like she just didn't want to get her ass beat so i mean that's she, pretty much what it was she had to pass out so that she wouldn't get in trouble for being in the forest but if you know anything about the salem witch trials like a lot of yes. the girls who made the accusations. like accusations against a witch they were lying obviously yes well right because they so, thought everything mm-hmm. anything that you did that wasn't Strictly with the church was, uh, you were a witch. You were casting spells, or well, and yeah, pretty much any strong woman who had a brain and could use it was considered a witch. Yeah, well, and at this time period, it was actually more about the there were a lot of land issues, and uh, there was a lot of like monetary and like this entire community of Salem, Massachusetts, was arguing with each other. And they had, so the, it went a lot further than just some girls making accusations. Uh, and so it's kind of like a perfect storm in what, or in regards to what happened with the Salem witch, witch trials. But so once the girls, like, it, this entire story, and it kind of flips a little bit, um, you get more into, like, all the people in the community. So you've got a farmer who's a big part of the story and you find out that he was actually having an affair with one of the girls um and she's one of the girls that's accusing people of being witches and uh she's upset that he ended this affair and so that's going on and then you've got um one of the girls that was dancing in the forest um was black um and the rest were white and so her name was Tichuba I think that's how you pronounce it and uh she's a big part of the story I, I think she's she's the first one to be accused of being a witch um and so you have like all they've the... got to single out the person of color and blame them for it well during this time period that's pretty normal it, this that time period yeah in the that's 1900s much anytime well <laughs> they still anyways. do that are you kidding me well she yeah anyways okay sorry um but yeah, so you've got all these different dynamics going on and these girls who are literally ruining people's lives. People are dying because of this. So it makes, like, it's a really good story. And it's based off of the Salem Witch Trials, but it's not a true story. So are they actually witches or they just get accused? No, they get accused of being witches. But they're not actually... No, this is, like, based off of true True right. events. So, well, no. I know that so, happened a lot. No, they're I just, not even like curious. wicked. Like they're not even like religiously witches. It's like just the term of being a witch. Right. She just like, used air quotes. Yeah. yeah like, right. <laughs> I love that. Air they quotes. were just normal people who somebody didn't like, so they started throwing accusations, and then okay. that, they got executed. Excellent. But here's another interesting thing that I learned that was not in this book. Uh, everybody always says witches. And like during the Salem witch trial, were burned at the stake. That's actually not true. Really? Mm-hmm. They were uh, beheaded. Yep. Really? Really? Mm-hmm. Wow. How did we not know that? Why does everybody always say burn the witches? Because yeah. of books and it's like a purely like, European. Are you sure thing? they didn't burn witches in in Europe? Yeah. That would, like but that's thing. like in the 1400s. Okay. Oh. All and right. so that's I think that's probably where they get it from, and just like folklore. But got, in uh, Salem, Massachusetts, they were beheaded. And, like, stoned oh. and stuff like that or something. Uh, stoned, like, like, in the, the streets, but not, like, as an execution mm-hmm. not, like, method. But mm-hmm. Wow. 
That's and good these to know, guys Nicole. were like massively mistreated. And that's another reason this book is scary. Like, can you imagine living in that society? No. Someone yeah. like I, I would have like, been long ago beheaded yeah. for my behavior. Yeah. Hell, they can use this podcast against me. Mm-hmm. Um, against us. I would I be think killed. you kind of took us all down with you. <laughs> Yeah, I would. It's like the Titanic. Uh-huh. Me and myself, the company of <laughs> One of there. us goes, we all go. Right. <laughs> but if you need another classic to read, especially during Halloween, Crucible, Crucible. is a good choice. Yeah. I have to agree. Um, I have read the book, and I have also seen the movie. Didn't that have, like, Daniel Day-Lewis in it? I don't remember, but or I do know. Somebody, I think I tried to watch it. The Scarlet Letter? God, I always get those two confused. I watched a different movie. Uh, that was about the Salem witch trials, and I got like ten minutes into it, and there was so much screaming because it was like about the trial. I was right. just like, okay, I can't do this Too anymore. This is not a relaxing movie. Yeah. There like was a Justin documentary Bieber concert on fire. <clears throat> yeah, that I watched one time at Netflix, and it was about witches, uh, people that were prosecuted as witches, mm-hmm. and they talked about the Europe, the European witches, mm-hmm. and how some of them were just targeted, like these girls in this book, mm-hmm. and it's. It's a pretty, I mean... Oof. Well, like, Anne Boleyn was accused of being a witch. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, and she was accused, like, incest and all that stuff. And it's just because people in power were jealous. And if you think fighting. about it, if so you think all about that it, is. anybody who, in this modern day, is a pharmacist... Would be considered would be a, a witch. witch. Really, mm-hmm. because a, a lot of the early people who were considered witches were the ones who were using medicinal plants and herbs to ease people's symptoms. And mm-hmm. that was spells and potions. Potions, exactly. Potions. potions. So in other words, <laughs> ignorance is what helped to breed this this uh, problem. It, pretty much in jealousy. Like it's not even like uh I mean it didn't they didn't have to be it could be literally a normal person and they'll go search their house and find anything in there. There possible. were lots of people who were accused of uh, widows. Oh, yeah, everybody. Like, mm-hmm. it wasn't yeah. just like... Well, you they didn't... never accused men of that, I, did they? Uh, I think they, they did in the 1400s. Oh, yeah. Uh, I don't... I had I haven't... Certainly not in Salem. Well, it's I haven't just... heard of any in Salem yeah. that I know of, but... I think that women. had to do with... Because weren't a lot of the pilgrims and stuff that came over Purin- Puritans? Puritans, Puritans? Yeah. yeah. Yes. And so I think yes. a lot of it was just the religion. Women were so far down... In the religion, and they had to be, you know, su- so okay. submissive that anytime, like what Martha said, you had a strong, independent woman that was willing to speak up and say that's bullshit. They would, it would scare them, and they would accuse that person of being a witch. Well, and the power like and Nicole's issue. saying, like mm-hmm. it's a jealousy thing. Like this guy wants this guy's land, so he accuses his wife of being a witch because she's mm-hmm. a scapegoat to get right. So then he can his pick land. up that land right. at a cheap price. And the girl who starts. The accusations is mad. Well, she's jealous of the other girl's wife, and so she really has a very strong personality and can take control. Uh-huh. She's using it for bad, though, because right. she wants something she can't have. Right. And she's upset mm-hmm. that she got fired from her job because his wife found out they were having an affair. And so, but there that was so girl. many other dynamics going on. It's just so and, insane. And they think that. I was reading about this previously about the one the stuff that happened in Europe that they think that ergamot poisoning is what caused a lot of the delusions. Hysteria. Ergamot uh, is the is a isn't it a fungus that attacks bar, uh, rye? I'm not sure. And causes hallucinate yeah, hallucinations about, like, and stuff like that. They were thinking that that might be part of what started mm-hmm. the mass hallucinations and the and the, all of that kind mm-hmm. of stuff because it happened in such a big group of people well in potatoes if you get them and they're green they can also make you super sick yep so some of like the poisoning accusations yep. can be from that mm-hmm. and there's like and arsenic back then wasn't everything yeah and so like that's i mean gonna mm-hmm. make you really sick yep mm-hmm. so, <clears throat> it's so interesting to like it is interesting there's all this. there are a lot of great um documentaries out there about it so if you're interested in the real history and not the supernatural history which of course is what <laughs> we're into <laughs> yeah. 
We're, we're, the scary part of which is I'm speaking for myself. Yeah, yeah, I mean the the I I wish I could have found a really good book about the witch trials. Well, you really did try though. I tried to, to your. Um, I was trying to find like more books about the Salem witch trials, and yeah. I was having trouble finding any that were like recent or like really really like positive. Yeah. I got a couple hours into another book that it was about the witch trials but i just i didn't like it and i couldn't get into it mm-hmm. and the main character kind of annoyed me so i had to quit and find something different well and one of the best witch books i think out there we tried to get a copy for vani to read uh which is Anne rice's the right. witching hour mm-hmm. and I, i'm now i'm now seventh in line for that book <laughs> yeah, been, and she's been waiting like two for, months yeah Anne Rice is very popular. Well, she those books are really well written. Mm-hmm. And she does a whole series of them now. As you get later on in the series, I'm not so wild about them. But The Witching Hour was really awesome. So I high, highly recommend that if you have not read that and you like these types of books, you pick that one up. Let's give the title and artist of yours one last time there, Nicole. Uh, the Crucible by Arthur Miller. Okay, um. so Jessica, what do you got, girl? What do you got over there? I have a fluff piece, basically. <laughs> well, you know, fluff is good. I loved it. It was really, really good. Like it was a happy thing, which is what I definitely needed. Like happy this, witches. Yeah, it was a bit like um, hocus pocus over there. It's practical magic, so kind of oh, close. Yes. So yeah. uh, well, parts of practical magic is kind of scary. Yeah, the parts with Jimmy are a little. Uh huh. Like, especially when he possesses. Um, who's that one witch? The sister. Um. Jillian, she's yeah. played by Nicole Kidman in yeah. the movie. Yeah, because they call her Jillian. Now you're talking about the movie. You got to talk yeah. about the book. See, that's where I'm going. Right. The book and the movie are actually really, really different. But um, the movie with Sandra Bullock and Nicole Kidman is based off of the book. But there are a lot of differences. Like the girls in the book are like 16 and 14, and they have like boyfriends of their own and their lives of their own. And it doesn't all happen at the aunt's house. They like move way far away from the aunt's because she's done but there are a lot of things that are the same like her husband dying like in the first few things of the book which is like shot to the heart because she was happy Mm -hmm. (laughs) and um and then they're different like it was um it's really well written i like alice hoffman because she wrote also wrote the museum of extraordinary things which i reviewed Mm -hmm. i like the way she writes and so it was a good read but basically it's about um a family of witches that they've passed down the lines and they're cursed like every man that they love dies because how depressing they, i know because their ancestor the man that she was in love with was married and was going to leave his wife for her she got pregnant and then they sent her away because everybody thought she was a witch mm-hmm. and um but she really yeah, was he, a witch yeah but oh, she okay, and she really was a witch and <laughs> <Just> <laughs> she never came but not like in like the uh Evil, not like the hocus pocus evil. I'm gonna kill your children kind of witch. We're talking about the Wicca healing white yeah. witch. Like they, and then she makes like they do like love potions. Like the aunts do love potions Aww. and things like that. <laughs> Meddle in people's love lives. <laughs> and the hey, I have a neighbor like that. Yep. <laughs> but yeah, so they, the the two girls go and live with their aunts when they're really young because their mom and dad both pass away in a fire and so they go live with them and they learn some kind of witchy stuff from watching them like help all the women in this town but they're basically shunned by everybody in the town and so they're very young they both vow they're not ever going to fall in love because you know this that and the other and then they take super separate life passes like pass path is what is that path is um <laughs> jillian like runs off and gets married like six different times and then sally stays in town doesn't have much of a life eventually falls in love with the guy who owns the hardware store they have kids totally different lives and and then he passes away and she takes her kids and moves and but mm-hmm. like jillian shows up with her dead boyfriend who they bury in the backyard because he was like beating her and had killed some people and Holy crap. stuff. So he brings him back to life to torture him some more. No, they just bury him and he comes back and haunts them. In the movie, they bring him. They try to bring him back to life, but in the book, they don't. But in the they book, just... they don't. They just bury him and he starts like making lilacs grow and it like 
possesses all these people. Like, not possesses, but it, like, haunts all these people. And, haunted like, lilacs? No! Haunted lilacs. And then they, they cut them down. They come back as thorns. And so mm. eventually they have to call the aunts and, you know, everything. They come and, you know, they're the parents. They fix everything because that's how life works, apparently, and fiction (laughs) (laughs) but it's really good and you know they find which this is not like my kind of book because they find all of them and the the girls and sally's daughters all find like love and the spell is broken and yeah spells broken heartwarming prevails so it's definitely a fluff piece but it was pretty good well you know every once in a while a fluff piece is okay I know mm-hmm. that you're the Tin Man before you see the wizard. Roll in the eye. But, man. like, you know that every once in a while I read a fluffy book. Just teasing. I like y'all. a little romance. Yeah. What? Duh. That, that one, The Light Between the Oceans, was totally a romance <laughs> book, and I totally loved it. There are parts of it that get a little, like, smutty, too. Ooh, so. smut's good, hey. though. Like yeah, so it's not, like, it's not like this clean, like, Nicholas Sparks, like... If you're a bird, I'm a bird. Crap. It's like a realistic love story. <laughs> Don't sugarcoat it for us, Jessica. <laughs> if you're a bird, I'm a bird. <laughs> well, when we were at Hoff Price Books earlier, I noticed, and I don't know if you knew this, but there is now a prequel out for Practical Magic called The Rules of Magic. Ooh. Oh, Just I did not see that. still in hardcover. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I liked it. I like my two Halloween movies are Hocus Pocus and Practical Magic. So when I realized I'd never really like paid attention to the fact that it was a book before. So when I saw it, I was like, yeah, I'm going to read this. And since Josh read my other book, that's the one I'm going to review. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't gonna, it's a lot, Josh. I wasn't going to review Dang that it. one because it was like a fluffy book. And I was like, oh, this isn't going to go very well with everybody else's. But <laughs> no, I mean, I love Practical Magic. If and in fact, I looked at that book to read, and there was a wait line, mm-hmm. so I didn't. That was probably I didn't me. even try. Yeah, I'd gotten on like <laughs> at the very beginning of October because I wanted to just wanted to read it. Hmm. But well, this is what happens when you rely on the library for your reading choices. You have to wait, <laughs> mm-hmm. and you must be patient. Which means the next time we do a theme, we're going to have to plan a little bit further in advance because the library has gotten so dang popular. It mm-hmm. has. Well, get and your you know, Christmas book I now. looked. Christmas books now? That's probably not a bad idea if we're going to do any themes. Christmas books. And I looked at Half Price Books, and I just couldn't find anything that I wanted to read at Half Price Books about witches. I found a lot of other things I wanted to read, but nothing about witches. Yeah, she found one for Christmas, though. Yeah, she's got her Christmas book all ready to go, and now she just has to read it. Yeah, because it's actually a regular, you know, paper book. Mm -hmm. It's not audio. Mm -hmm. All right, Martha, what did you read? What? Oh, wait. Title and artist. uh, Practical Magic by Alice Hoffman. Okay. Now we can move on to the weird subject for the evening. (laughs) Like weirder than the necrophiliac's mouse. (laughs) She probably is weirder than a necrophiliac's mouse. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, there there isn't Uh, any necrophilia in this particular book. I think I had some of that in my last... No, that was ghost well. That sex. was ghost. It yeah. was ghost sex. So I mean, it's kind of like necrophiliac. They are dead. Yeah, but yeah. it's just. I don't have any of that in this book, though. There's no. There's no <laughs> sex in this book at all. Which I don't know. Are you a little disappointed? How did you in get through it then? if there was no sex? Yeah, yeah no it, sex. It was actually one book? really oh. an enjoyable book, though. <laughs> Your husband okay. got a break. That you're saying? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, okay. There were a few times when I was reading Practical Magic, and I'm like, this scene is the only thing that would save this book for Martha, and it was always the sex scene. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on. You guys are making me sound like a <laughs> Well, I mean, you were the one talking about ghost sex and mannequin sex. <laughs> yeah, and, uh, eggs. <laughs> and then, what was it that your dad put that in that one post? And then, boom, dolphins. <laughs> hey, that was not me. I, to my defense, that was Jacob. Also, last year you hid your Halloween costume that was super scary under your bed. Oh, yeah, that's right. (laughs) Because when you wanted to show it to me, you had to, like, go take it out from under your bed. (laughs) Could you imagine? What are you doing with that, Could you imagine if Dylan was, like, a little kid and, like, had run in and dropped something on the floor and looked under the bed and saw... That would have scared the living shit right out of you. Yeah. Right there. Yeah. Well, oh, you, you have to keep some props nearby, people. 
<laughs> Team you never know when you're going to need those props. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So my book is called Hex by Thomas Oldie Hoovelt. Okay. Hoovelt. Hoovelt. Something German. along those lines. He's Dutch, in case okay. you're wondering why I was trying to pronounce I was close. Name. Do we have any Dutch listeners? We got a crap load yeah. well, of international we have, um, listeners. We lately. have like some from like Netherlands and Finland. We got a lot of Brits. Hello, everybody over there across yeah. the pond. United Kingdom is our <laughs> third largest. Terrible like British Brits. accent. I apologize. Um, a lot of Canadians. Hi, Canada, as usual. Yep. We have a lot and of. And Brazil this week. That's in Brazil. I'll go to Brazil. Brazil would be cool. Brazil Boy, could they have nice rocks show? in Brazil. I would love to go rock hunting in Brazil. Um, you know what? Rock you guys hunting? go to Brazil. Really? I'll go to Canada. I don't want to go I, to Brazil. I like Canada. I God want a beach. damn, they have a, a nice looking prime minister in Canada. <laughs> <laughs> it is way too hot and muggy in Brazil. I have Brazil. Me some political fantasies. <clears throat> okay, so. What you don't know? <laughs> well, yeah. Not about anybody in this country. Are you kidding me? <clears throat> okay, so let me go back to where I was. Okay, Hex is the name of this book, okay? And one of the things I really, really loved about it is that it was a very tongue-in-cheek approach to something really scary. It starts out that this family is sitting in their, uh, I think it's, I think they're sitting in the kitchen talking and This is hard to explain. It's hard to imagine you're sitting around your breakfast table and there is a dead woman with her eyes stitched shut and her mouth stitched shut standing in the corner of your breakfast nook with a with a doily over her head. That's weird. Okay. Now, the reason why is because run (laughs) she this this. Which is, she is, uh, how do I put this? It's really hard. Okay. Catherine, Catherine Van Weiler is her name. But you don't find that out right away. Basically, you start out with this vision that I just have described to you. And they're saying, oh, she's here. Yeah, I covered her up. That way she's a little less. They're just like making fun of this really freaking scary witch standing in their kitchen mm-hmm. so of course i'm immediately intrigued i'm like whoa this is so they're not scared they're what? just making no they're fun not of... scared at all they're just like cover her up and try to ignore her well as, as Wait, you... that what is that why they put the doily on her head yeah they because they don't want to look at her they just try to make her less threatening by cover, covering her up Dang. well you find you come to find out that Catherine van weiler is w- what they call the the black rock witch and she was killed during the Salem witch trials. Mm-hmm. I don't know if she really was. I, that might be totally made up. But they ki- they killed her son, and then she tries to, you know, exact her revenge or whatever, and she becomes this horrible, malevolent spirit. <clears throat> well, over the years, they've had to deal with her in different ways. Well, as the modern age has come upon them, they've had to figure out ways to keep people from the outside from outside of this town from discovering her now everybody that lives in this town cannot leave and if they get married that person has to stay there they can't leave they can leave for like a couple of days but if they don't come back they die Hmm. what i know it sounds horrible but they they make such light of it in the beginning it's like they have this, this camera <laughs> system set up all huh. over the town to see where she is. The, the app is called Hex. Mm-hmm. Trippy. To locate where the witch is. And she pops up at all different places around the town. And they'll cover her up or, you know, basically try to ignore her. So mm-hmm. she just... The I whole s- town is but they're affected. But they're not... The, the whole town is in on it. Everybody in the town is in on it. They try to discourage people from moving there, if -hmm. they can. But, of course, there are those pesky people who don't want to be turned away. Mm -hmm. And a new family moves to town, and, of course, they go through all the things to try to keep them out, and that doesn't work. And 
So more people end up trapped in Black Rock. Or Black Spring, excuse me. Black Spring, New York is where this takes place. Lots of New York. Yep. Lots of witches in New, New York. York. I don't know if there really is a Black Spring. I didn't look that up. Well, I am from New I'm York. I feel but, like we're yeah. kind of in like the good place. Like New York <laughs> and up north has like the witches. And then if you get too south, like down by down the bayou, you get yeah, all the voodoo. Yep. Yep. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. Oklahoma, yeah. we're fine. Yeah. No, yeah. <laughs> we're Oklahoma, you just, just have got rednecks in Oklahoma. Rednecks yeah. in churches. And a lot of times you mix those two as well. <laughs> all right. So the, the I really liked the fact that it was so, oh, yeah, it's just the witch type mm-hmm. feeling, especially in the beginning. <laughs> and there were, there were teenagers who totally fucked this whole thing up, okay? Because they're the ones that start poking the witch. Oh, make her yeah. mad. Yeah. There's a particularly disturbed young man. Who decides to start trying to provoke the witch? Okay, fictional characters have never read horror stories or seen bad movies because you don't make you don't make a witch mad. You don't mess with the witch or a ghost or a zombie. When you're 13, you don't listen to your parents, <laughs> and if your parents tell you, "Don't screw with the witch," oh yeah, well, watch this, poke, poke, poke. Um, sadly, I could see our sons doing that yeah. when they were 13. Un- unfortunately, yes, they were very, very. They contrary. probably would have. So things go very, very, very badly because of this behavior. So you can imagine these, I I think they were probably 16, but they have a whole system set up for if something goes, if somebody screws with the witch. I mean, they they basically get put in the dungeon. Mm -hmm. The boys do? Yeah. They get put in the dungeon for a month. Wow, the ultimate timeout. Well, one of them <laughs> comes out, and he's completely <laughs> lost his marbles, and he doesn't stop. Messing with the witch? He yeah. keeps messing with the witch? Yeah. And everything goes completely out of control. So you start off this book with a very lighthearted, you know, they figured out the technology, how to keep track of the witch, and how to keep other people from discovering the witch, and then... It just starts to go really horribly, horribly bad. And it was so good. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I totally enjoyed this book. It was, it was a ride. It was a thrill ride, especially huh. towards the end. And it had, it had a very impressive, fiery, delicious, witchy ending. Mm. Oh, witchy. Yes. I really can't wait to see how mine ends. I mean, I'm not going to know how yours ends. I know you can't tell me. It had a pretty good ending. I mean, right now they're chasing a house that's on bird legs. So I really want to kind of see how (laughs) that ends. That is actually from Russian folklore Baba Yaga. Yeah, the Baba Yaga. Like a weird Flintstones look at that. Like, yeah, I'm like thinking of something from Alice in Wonderland. Like, (laughs) I know, but you guys, it's Russian. And it's a real thing, so don't laugh at Baba Yaga or she'll haunt your dreams and eat your soul and stuff. I'm really surprised. I'm a ginger. I don't have one. (laughs) Have a soul or dreams? Soul. (laughs) Oh, let me finish this up. Okay, so Hex. Another quick thing I want to tell you about. The, the, The American version was actually, when they translated it, they changed the setting, which I thought was interesting. Instead of translating it into the Dutch town, the author actually changed it so that it could take place in New York. Huh. And I he actually why. changed the ending for the American version as well. So it's So anybody who hmm. happens to be out there reading Dutch might get a completely different... I wish I could read Dutch so I could compare. Let's learn Maybe Dutch. we should have a Dutch <laughs> listener chime in on this and tell us what the alternate ending was like in this book. Whoa, that's cool. So if we have any Dutch listeners out there who's read that book, yeah, chime in, get let on us our know. Facebook page and give us the down low. <clears throat> Facebook or Twitter, either one. Yep. I think the greatest books in the entire world when I was a kid were like the Goosebumps, but where you like read some and then it's like, do you want to A or oh, B? Choose your yeah. own adventure. You know, yeah. we talked about that and, you know, Stacy that mm-hmm. I work with. She loved those freaking books. I loved those books. I Me think too. anyone who loves books mm-hmm. would like those. Mm-hmm. 
the choose your own adventure. I always liked the fantasy themed ones, of course. Yeah. Of course I did. Well, obviously. So the name of that book, let me just finish that up. Hex by Thomas Oldie Huvelt. Huvelt. H E U V E L T. Sounds Huvelt. like she's saying Huvel. I know. Well, the That's why I had Huvel, to spell like, it. Huvel, a lot. But the Grinch, he did not. We're not at Christmas yet. So as witches go, that was a pretty good selection of different kinds. And we didn't even plan that in advance. No, we did have some. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I mean, I would have liked to have the witching hour in. We were going to have Turbo in, and he just did not have the time this evening to join us. But... Well, I mean, maybe if it ever comes in, I can talk about it. It won't be Halloween, but I'm still going to read it. Okay. I have a Joe Hill that I wanted to read for the oh, Halloween. Oh, for the ghost? Oh, right, no. but heart-shaped in, box. Right. That one didn't come in, and Witching Hour didn't come in, but I still want to read both those books. So I will take a break from my historical fiction whenever those come in, because I also have three historical fiction <laughs> books on hold. <laughs> oh, Bonnie. <laughs> I know I can't help it. I'm such an addict. Because, you know, we have to provide something for everyone when we do this podcast. That's what makes us unique Mm -hmm. is the fact Mm -hmm. that we're not all reading the same book. Mm -hmm. I'm still reading my serial killer book since I missed that one. Oh, that's right. Did you you finish? No, I'm about, I think I'm about halfway through. What did you read? The Devil in the White City. What? The Devil in the White City about um, H.H. Holmes and his murder castle. All right. Well, you can Mm -hmm. tell us about that maybe next week. Which so. which one did you do for serial killers? You did well, one. She didn't know which one blood. you were gonna do, and then what did I do? You did in cold blood. Oh yeah, in, in cold, cold blood. blood. I'm so upset. I had I that one on hold at the library too. That yeah, one's we a good one. You like crazy? Did you hear us? Uh uh-uh. uh We did. I, like I, Jessica had to go to a wedding again. Another one. Another one. Are you done with them? <laughs> now I have one more. Jeez, <laughs> please. One more for this year. I have a bridal shower tomorrow. One more wedding Christ. in November. What is I don't know. There's in something the water, in the water. In Jones. Well, they aren't even from Jones. They live in Fort Worth. <laughs> it's just, I guess, the season. Everyone's getting married in the fall now instead of the yeah. spring. Oh my God, We're going to a wedding in November. It's our Are second you? one of the year, but it's nothing compared to however many you've had. 20,000. <laughs> I know. <laughs> They're stressful, especially when you have to travel for them. Or you're in them. That too. <laughs> Always I pinned the bridesmaid, on, never the bride. Thank God. Um, <laughs> I pinned on eight boutonnieres at this wedding because I was the only bridesmaid who knew how to pin on a boutonniere. <laughs> oh, I'm so glad. The The first time I ever had to pin on a boutonniere at a wedding, I was a maid of honor, had to pin it on the best man. They wanted pictures of it. And it was like crazy, stressful wedding because it rained. So we had everything set up, starts raining, had to run out there in the rain, pull everything off, put it back out. So I was like stressed out. Mm-hmm. We had like 20 minutes till the wedding started. I had to put on boutonnieres so one time, and I was really afraid I was going to stick them. I did. I was trying to put the boutonniere on the best man, shaking, freaking out, stabbed myself, bled all over his white <gasps> shirt. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like positioned the Holy flower, and I was crap. like, no one's going to be looking at you anyways. I didn't <laughs> think we were going to have any blood in this episode, but we got blood. <laughs> there you go. Well, that was from last year. That was Shay's wedding, and it was uh-huh. just, oh, my god. Holy gosh. crap. Speaking of blood. I actually had to stop reading a scary audiobook. This because week. of blood? Really? I had to stop. No, it's not because of blood. It was because of gore. It was just yeah. too gory? Holy was crap. Was that the Stephen King yes. one that you were talking about? Man, Which one? I am usually, I have a stomach of stone for these things, but for, no, it's probably because my husband's out of town, but full dark, no stars. Hmm. Has it kind of reminded me. Uh, now, I haven't read the second story because it's stories or novellas or whatever. The first novella that was in there, don't ask me what the name of it is because I can't remember right now, but it's sort of like the Telltale Heart, only with a well. Stephen King has a thing about wells because didn't somebody get pushed down the well in Dolores Claiborne? Yes. Yeah, well, this is. Yeah, that's down how she the well. kills her husband. What? He kills his wife. And puts her down the well. I think maybe he secretly wants to kill somebody and throw them down, down a well. And man, I tell I you, Stephen King probably must that have, kid that got lost. I don't in a know whether he gets in to the morgue and gets to do research or what. Because holy crap, talk about gory, disgusting descriptions. Mm-hmm. Man, he was grossing me out. Mm-hmm. What are me? These, 
What have you guys heard about uh, Silent Butterflies? I think that's one of his newer ones. What? I've never heard of that. I think it's called Silent Butterflies. But anyways, I broke down and got an Audible subscription because I was trying to find books for our themed ones and was having trouble with the library. So I'm mm-hmm. now That's signed up for what Audible. I did too. Yeah. And it's like one of the ones that keeps popping up for things for me to read and it looks really oh, cool. The, but... She has butterflies on her head. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's beautiful creatures or something. Beautiful something. Yeah. Beautiful oh, creatures. Stephen it, King. Yeah. Crap, let me see. Beautiful it, something. Um uh, beautiful creatures. I don't. Is Sleeping Beauties. T- TV show. That's what it's called. Sleeping, Sleeping Beauties. Beauties. Yep. Really? Yep. By Stephen King. Oh, yep. That's it. Mm-hmm. I've like heard really good things about it, and I'm tempted to use one of my Audible credits for it, but it's like ridiculously long. So I'm like, is it? Stephen yeah. King is always ridiculously long. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That that first novella was like a whole book unto itself. Because I mm-hmm. thought that was the whole book. And then all of a sudden, it started up with that driver, big driver, mm-hmm. the one that Christy was going on about when she was mm-hmm. here last year. Yeah. I couldn't listen to that because it was freaking me out. Was it? Yeah. Because it was too close to home. It was one of those ones where the lady's driving down the road and gets snatched. And yeah. no, I'm like, no, no, I'm not reading that. I shut it off. Me, See? I shut off a Stephen King novel. Dang. Mm-hmm. See, I'm, I'm cool with soft. like scary ones that are like witches or ghosts yeah. or stuff like that. But it's like, you know, people taking you and like killing I don't you. Like that. And like, I don't know. That's, that's, that's real true. crime. That's freaking... <laughs> I go run on the road. I don't do it anymore. But like, <laughs> yeah, just imagine makes... in the olden days when I used to go around without a freaking cell phone everywhere. Oh, you driving. didn't have a cell phone. You broke down. You. I had know. to wait on the side of the road or start walking. You had walking. to wait for somebody to come in and help you. Mm-hmm. Nope. Or hitchhike or something. Well, we have to take our tests super late for my trade class, so I don't get out of my tests until 9, so it's dark walking around campus. I have to go catch the bus. And Garrett was like, the next time you have a test, you're taking a, a taser. And I was like, okay. <laughs> what, what do you think is going to happen to me on campus? <laughs> Where do you go to college? Chicago? I'm, do you need oh, a taser? <laughs> Well, you never know. I know, I know. I mean, I... With all those books we read, you think we'd be among the most freaked out people on the planet. Um, oh, yeah. I kind of do get freaked out by the books that I read sometimes. <laughs> Why do you think that I like the I supernatural stuff? Yeah. I know that that yeah. stuff is very rare to Stays happen. in one realm. All right, should we uh, find a way to end this up a little bit? <laughs> now that we're talking about um, really, really scary stuff. So like are we going to half price books after this? Are they still open? Because <laughs> <laughs> we have gift cards. <laughs> I don't know how late they're open. I got to get home. I got to feed the bunny rabbit. <laughs> Bonnie has a bunny rabbit. Did well, we talk about that last week? We've talked about that like yeah, we've every time. Four weeks. Bonnie's but like I know. New, I'm okay with like it. a new mother. It's adorable. Like a new mother. It's like adorable bunny. Hip, hippie hops. Yeah. Actually, she hasn't showed me a picture all day. I haven't. Wearing off. I like how Martha's got the jazz hands going like it's magic. No. <laughs> Nobody rabbit today. Nobody Bunny, rabbit the hat today. You should be like a magic magician for Halloween and take the bunny rabbit oh, around with you in a hat. Let's get but you a top a white hat, rabbit. girl. You it can doesn't be a matter. magician. It doesn't have no, to be a Okay, white we rabbit. have one more week remaining in our theme. And next week is Boogeyman. Right. Boogeyman is an amorphous category, which could mm-hmm. include pretty much anything we didn't cover. Right. Mm-hmm. So if you guys have anything frightening, and that would include, you know, it, it, literally anything. Sort of like we did last year with the things that go bump in the night. Okay. So Whatever you could, happens so you could to strike your fancy. Just any kind of horror. That's scary. a little bit horror frightening. Because it's got to be frightening because this is freaking October. Does everybody have something in mind? I already read my books for next week. I'm just finishing mine right now, and I just discovered it yesterday. So I'm so, so pumped. I'm so (laughs) pumped. Oh, my God, I'm so pumped. Of course, now, between now and then, I might find two more. (laughs) (laughs) And then she'll get in here and look, what was I going to read? Let me look at my books again. 
I do it every time. I forgot but my it's... witch hat. It's in the car. You have a witch hat? Well, next week. You can wear it next week. Okay. No, I don't really have it. I'm just teasing. Oh. Because that would not be nice for the Wiccans out there. Because there is no such thing as a witch hat. Unless, oh, wait, wait, wait. I almost forgot to mention my favorite witch book of all time. What is that? Which is a Terry Pratchett book. I, I tried to read that book. <laughs> I love I Terry not, Pratchett so much. The Wee Free Men, Hat Full of Sky. I didn't um, even look at you, Bonnie, and I could hear crown. the eye roll in your side. It's about a teenage witch. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, they're so good, you guys. Shut up, Bonnie. Terry Pratchett wait. is king! Deceased, <laughs> but I love I love Terry Pratchett so much. Anybody who happens to live in England, there's a little town in England that has the Discworld store that I want stuff from so badly, but I'm too cheap to pay for the shipping. So. Is that why you want to go to England? Yes, because I want to go to the Discworld store. That's why store. you want to go to the north side of England. Yes. The Discworld Disc store is on the north it side. It is. Now it comes out. She's yeah. like, no, we should well, totally go maybe there if for half fun. Price Books sponsors our podcast. We'll make enough money. We can all go to England together. Oh, that'd be sweet. <laughs> that would be cool. Party. So the witch in this particular one, she's uh, Granny Weatherwax. She's very, very super, super old witch. And she just, shush. <laughs> she does this thing where she goes out of her body. Uh, the whole looks like that. She goes out of her body, goes visiting. And when she does it, she puts a note on her chest. That says, I ain't dead. I ain't. Yeah. Because <laughs> no, of course that's she can't Oklahoma spell. Witch. <laughs> which, made me, which made me think of it when you said you're a bad speller. That made me think of Granny Weatherwax's <laughs> I ain't dead. She puts that note on her chest so they don't bury her. Because <laughs> she gets cold and everything. <laughs> okay, that's going to do it for the witchy, witchy women of Three, Three Book, Book Girls. Girls.